0: Welcome to the Producer Insights Podcast with Paul Carpenter. This is where we help ensure that you know your numbers, you know your process, and we help you know your prospects better than they know themselves. If you're tired of doing the work but not getting paid, this may be very, very helpful for you. When you speak the language your prospect speaks, you build trust immediately. We have created a movement of producers who want to be different than the crowd. And I always tell people, if you don't want to look like a duck and walk like a duck and talk like a duck or whatever, don't be a duck. Don't look like the crowd. And so there are three predominant foundational pillars or pieces that we harp on, we preach on, and we go on and on and on about with advisors. And it's where the advisor wakes up and begins to adjust and begins to win a lot more business. We've got one, one group that's working with us that is going to go from 90 million to $220 million. um, Yeah, $20 million between AUM and annuity. And the way they're doing it is because they've made a fundamental shift to shorten the sales cycle because they're not selling product anymore. They're selling the opportunity to serve you in the successful roadmap uh, to retirement. The other thing that we would harp on is really three key components. One is to know your numbers. Two is to understand that a process will be used and it better be yours. And three is to know your prospect better than they know themselves. So we have a program called Producer Insights and it's designed for producers to begin to create a path on how to communicate and understand a prospect better than they actually can understand themselves. And when they do, they begin to speak in a language that immediately builds trust. And when it builds trust, it creates an environment by which we can now go to work. See, if you don't trust me, you're not gonna share all the critical information. You're not gonna tell me how much you have in your portfolio, how much you're looking to protect, how much your returns have been. It's gonna create an environment, a divide between the two of us. And the bridge is this communication tool. See, when you use the communication tool, trust is built. When trust is built, people get vulnerable. And I mean vulnerable, they're willing to share kind of the truth, their deepest, darkest, insecurities about retirement, whether they started late or they have a lot, doesn't matter. But when they don't trust you, they're not opening their eyes. They're not giving you any information. They're just asking you to present what you have for them. And unfortunately, a lot of producers go into presentation mode with the idea that if I can just start selling you and telling you about all the great services we have, the minute you, you tee it up for me that then, then I go into selling mode. And when you go into selling mode, it creates pressure. I was doing a coaching call with a, a producer and he said, um, yeah, I, I, I can't get people to talk. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, I, they just don't talk. And I said, well, give me an example. And he said, well, I was in a call with a husband and wife and they asked about a 401k, you know, Roth conversion, uh, you know, Roth conversion, I guess what." And I said, okay, and then what did you say? And he said, well, then I started telling them all the ways we can do a Roth conversion and why it's valuable and how it's going to protect taxes and really how important it is that they consider this because taxes are only going up. And I mean, he went on a rant and I'm like, well, first of all, the reason people aren't talking is because you are. So the first thing we got to do is get you to stop the madness. We have to get you to back up and ask some questions. Like, why do they want to convert a Roth into a Roth? What, what to them, what is the value to them? He goes, well, that's easy. They want to save on taxes. I said, what do you, uh, did you read their minds? Did they open a fortune cookie and read that to you? No. Did you ask them? No. He's like, no, I didn't. I said, well, there you go. See, here's the problem. You're now answering questions nobody's asked. So you combine the fact that you're answering questions nobody's asked, and you think you're on a roll presenting some really, really, really important, valuable information and all of a sudden, they're overwhelmed. You're not going to get them to talk. They don't need to talk. You know why they don't need to talk? Because you're talking. And I think that's where we've got to kind of begin to help people realize. So the first step in that is, is, you know, knowing the prospect, knowing the people better than they know themselves. You have to do a deep dive into understanding their personality style, or you can actually just profile them, which is what our software does. We remove the mystery. We just give you the answer. And oh, by the way, people welcome it because they're dying to connect and communicate with their financial advisor on the biggest financial decisions they're going to make in their whole life. And and most of you are chancing it to old school thinking, which says, speak to the dominant personality. And I would submit to you, the non-dominant personality is the one that's unwinding the deal on the way home. They don't like you. They don't like your style. They don't like the way you work. You didn't listen to them. You didn't think you needed to listen to them. I'm telling you, they're the ones that are waving goodbye to you. Or they're the ones who aren't going to break up with their current advisor because they actually care about them. And so there are critical steps in this process that if you're missing, you are losing good business for the wrong reason. So the other two, you have to know a process and you have to make sure it's being used. And of course, the first one is know your numbers. Both of those challenges for the average producer who hasn't stopped to go to work. See, the thing you've got to remember is just because you're a successful salesperson doesn't mean there's an opportunity for you to grow. There's always opportunity to grow. I was with an advisor group and they've got about $100 million a year that they bring into the, to the table. And um, he brought me in for leadership and management development. And as we're talking, I said, hey, do you want me to touch on sales? He goes, yeah, but I mean, honestly, we're closing over 50%. We're doing great. I said, yeah, that's fair. No problem. So the first thing I did is I said, well, let's kind of see if you know your numbers. So we did this know your numbers exercise and we walked them through the exercise. And after there was four advisors plus the owner, after they wrote down their average case, the number of appointments, how many closes, we tested it. And I'll give them credit. They actually did know their numbers. They knew within, you know, plus or minus, I don't know, 10%, which is Uh, an anomaly in this industry. Most guys tell me they're closing 60, 70, 80%. And when we do the know your numbers exercise, it's like 20, 25%. Once we speak common language and clear it up and make sure we're measuring the same things, we find that it's really 20 to 30%. These guys were at 55 plus, and I I would give them the credit, they were doing a great job. But here was the aha moment. When I said to them, their average case was $800,000. The average number of appointments was X. We were able to extrapolate how much money they could be getting if they were closing 100%. We erased the 100 million they're already getting. And they realized they were leaving like $165 million on the ground. And I just said to him, I said, hey, I know you don't need help in sales, but would you like some of that back? And he's like, let's go. And all of a sudden we're in in helping them Because see, instead of focusing on what you're winning, they were focusing now on the work they were doing, but not getting paid for. And on the floor was about 165 million. And they just want some of it back. They don't need it all, but they want some of it. So that's the second piece. The third one is um, to know the process. And if you're not using a process, I'll just tell you what buyers use. The buyers use the lose model which you've probably heard or seen, uh, we've put out in several places, but if not, it's four steps. Uh, the first step is they leave out critical information. They um, they choose not to tell you things because they're afraid the biggest fear they have is you're gonna sell them. And so they turn that down and they hold their cards very close to the best. They're like, hey, I'm not gonna let you see behind the curtain. You're gonna have to kind of guess. I'm gonna ask you what you can do for me, even though you don't really know what I need. You don't know what my fears are, my concerns. The second step is they... Um, they're out to steal your expertise. And I wouldn't say this is everybody, but there's a lot of people who already have an advisor. They've been getting decent returns based on how the market's been doing and giving that advisor credit. And they really don't want to break up because breaking up is hard to do, but they liked your seminar. They liked the steak you fed them. And they thought at a minimum, I'll at least come hear you and hear what you have to say. And because most producers are willing to continue talking, they just sit back and take notes and they take all that valuable information and unfortunately they didn't pay you a dime for it. The third step is they still keep you on the hook, which means they like what they hear, they tell you they like what they hear, and they tell you, hey, go ahead and put together some illustrations, show me what you could actually do, tell me how good it will be, and I will then determine whether I would like to, and that's when the ultimate uh, enemy of all sales comes in, the think it over, and if you're dealing with think it overs, I would submit to you that you are struggling with the buyer's process versus your own, and the think it over kicks in, And that's when the fourth step happens, they evaporate. You call, you chase, you run, and consistently, you get nothing. It's just you on a little island out in the middle of the ocean, all by yourself with a single palm tree, standing there looking for the ship that's not coming in. We call that Hope Island, and the principle is hope is not a strategy in sales. And it's not. So those are three critical pieces that I work with producers on and help producers to kind of um, begin the, to the change and begin to adjust so that they can win more business. Thanks for listening to the producer insights podcast with Paul Carpenter. If you're ready to connect and go to work, go to producerinsightspodcast.com and give us some information. Tell us what you're dealing with and we will connect with you and get to work.